Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, <laughs> all of you out there listening yeah. on your ears. How's it going? It's going pretty well, I won't deny that. Thanks, man. It's going all right. It's snowing. Uh, today's Betty White's birthday. What? Are you just springing that on me? Yeah, I heard about that this morning. How old is she? 98. Oh, my God. <laughs> 98. And then bitch is still kicking it. She's on my list, though. She's on somebody's list. I think that was me. I think it was. You stole her from me. Yeah. But she she's <coughs> kicking it, dude. She's ninety eight. Yeah. What's going on, y'all? She's doing well. Hello. We are starting a cult. We are. Mitch is here. We are starting a cult. We forgot to do that last time. We are starting a cult. Yes. When am I not here? Uh, when some you're days, not here. Some weeks. Yeah. Once in a while. Yeah. There you go. When you're off raiding, whatever it uh, is you do. Yeah. Stealing money. <laughs> it just yeah. seems like something he would Maybe do. Maybe Mitch is a criminal. I wish. Nah, you're not fast enough. I feel like you'd fall down and it'd be over for you. You know what I mean? So yeah, don't try that, I guess. You're too you're too clumsy. You're very ridiculous. Jesus Christ. I have I did bring something to the table here today. Yeah, cuz we don't really have necessarily a plan. Oh yeah, I guess I, guess I forgot we to didn't mention. We did not even that. yeah. We uh, we don't have anything. This is our our little <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, this is nothing. We're just going to just speak gibberish for the next hour. No, see This is what we do every week. I it's... came prepared with something. Uh I did know that this was going to be a a middle of the series episode, you know. No, so yeah, we're, we switching, gotta... we're transitioning into something new. Yeah, we are. Can it's I tell him what it is? Sure. Are we cool if I tell him? Okay. We're we're getting into nine eleven, September eleventh, two thousand one, and all of the stuff that happened on that very day. Yeah. And some of the conspiracies that happened that day. Yeah. No one knows what to say. Born of that day. But that is what we're going into next week. We have a series, couple part series at least, I'd say. Yeah. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a wild ride. So I figured. In light of that, we'll just have, you know, a little uh, back and forth this week. We figure, man. We got a schedule now. The only news I had was that Betty White's birthday was today. Okay. So I'm fresh out of things to talk about. No, I'm kidding. No, there's one other thing, right? We do. I brought this to the conversation, and for the first time in the history of the podcast. Well, you didn't really bring this to... No, that's what I'm saying. So, uh, yeah. I, I uh, 
found this, well, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. I was just searching for stuff to talk about, and I came across this and spent a good, I don't know, hour or so reading about it. And usually I would tell Jake, and we would, you know, both work on it or look at it and be like, okay, we'll talk about X, Y, Z. I just wanted to bring this out of being, nowhere today. I'm being phased out, I know. You're not sharing shit with me. It was the the first time I wanted to try something and just see how we would get a real reaction out of people, you know? Because normally we talk about stuff where it's stuff we know. This is new information <laughs> to all of this us. This is just people hearing me respond to this new info. So, why don't we just get into it? Okay. This yeah. is a little group called The Finders, okay? Yeah. Now, this is in February of 1987. So we're back in the 80s. A very secretive group, uh, they kind of made their way into the public eye here, okay? They were called The Finders, and they'd been in operation since the 1940s. And they were under the rule of a man named Marion Petty. I think that's how you'd say it. P-E-T-T-I-E. Petty? Pet, yeah. Petty? Yeah, that sounds good. Petty? Pad Thai. Nice. Um, so this group, it did fall into the satanic panic of the 80s. You know, everyone's throwing, oh, this is the devil. Yeah. But they were a very, like, secretive organization. They weren't, like, super organized or anything. It was just that people knew that there were others involved in this. Um, it was also believed that the CIA was connected to this group, but they say that about a lot of groups. You know? Most most groups are in bed with the CIA. We'll talk about why they do that in a minute. Most okay. groups. So in February of 87, the New York Times publishes an article about two men in black suits that were arrested in Tallahassee, Florida the day previous, but they were spotted at a playground with six children ranging in age from two to seven. The children were in the men's care, seemingly by the evidence they saw at the park, and uh, both of the men, adult men, seemed extremely unkempt and just kind of dirty and gross. And uh, they noticed that two of the children were showing signs of sexual abuse. I don't know how they got that from looking that, at them. Was that like hand-shaped bruises? I don't know. Something like that. I'm, I don't know. I read that and it threw me for a loop because like, that seems like a weird thing to just notice without ever doing anything. Maybe the kids are unkempt as well and don't have good clothes. Yes. Okay, this is where uh... it gets weird. The men were identified as Douglas Ammerman and Michael Houlihan. <laughs> and, um, Houlihan. They had explained to the police that they were living in a van with all of these children because they were traveling to Mexico to establish a school for gifted children. Okay. The children <laughs> had the permission of all of the parents, even with signed permission slips, saying that that was the case. And they were allowed to go with the men on a camping trip while their parents planned to meet up with them later. Okay. Yeah. Strange. So obviously people went nuts on this, right? Like yeah. the media was everywhere. Like there, there's six kids living in a van with two men. And they're like, no, the parents are cool with it. We're driving them to Mexico. It's insane. This is where they kind of start tying in the government. Okay. Because people like to throw child sex abuse at the government and say that they kind of run it or are aware of it, which is something we will obviously cover at a later point. Yeah, we'll point. get to that. 
but with a lot Not of in this episode, but with a lot of reasonable evidence, I would say it, the media kind of turned to the government and were worried about that because they were kind of like, "You're just going to let this go," you know, like what's going on like, here? What's going to happen to those guys? So later on, the police got warrants to search a number of homes in Virginia and Washington D.C. And this is where they believed were, like, cult hideouts, the finders. This is where their headquarters were. So these people that are taking kids to Mexico? Yeah. Now, the original report said that uh, police seized thousands of documents, photos, and computer programs trying to just sift through all this garbage and bullshit and see if they could find anything weird. Among some of the weirder items that they seized were large plastic bags filled with color slides that you would stick under a microscope. Okay. Photographs and photographic contact sheets. Some photos with visible nude children. That's just a thing. Yeah. And um, at a warehouse that was related to, or they found the deed to a warehouse in one of these homes, and they went to the warehouse, and they found a bunch of wallet-sized pictures of children. Just like the little, like, what are they like? Just random, like, mm-hmm. little deposits of evidence in bulk yeah. in these just different locations. They, honestly, when they got all this, the D.C. police, they just kind of assumed that this was some type of satanic cult or, like, a group. And they just lumped them in and they were like, yep, it's Satan. That's what it is. Um, So now everyone's all over this. New York Times are doing their follow-up article. Everyone's kind of in a frenzy here, you know? Yeah. And they, uh, the U.S. Customs Service actually had launched their own investigation at this point because they're just like, we're going to, we're figuring this shit out. Um, so they got a bunch more, uh, warrants to search property related to other members of the finders. And after they raided all the houses, they noted a large amount of documents within the possession of, like, the group. And uh, these documents included ways that the group could obtain children for whatever reason, uh, even including impregnating willing female members of the finders. What's, well, so, like, uh, just different theories of, like, ways you could do, like, all right, if you you can do this, uh, another bullet mm-hmm. point, you could do this, and on, the t- on top of this piece of paper it said how to abduct children. Yeah, yeah. They just found that on a piece of paper or some shit. And then they f- th- like they a- also discussed uh, how to buy them on the black market and kidnap them. Are there classes being taught right now of this know. or something? Who are these people? You want to hear what? the copper? You know another document they found? They found a receipt for two children that were sold in Hong Kong. Why is that so... <laughs> that sounds like a joke. That's, that's terrible. It's but not... <laughs> It's insane. That's, yeah, that sounds like that sounds like a joke. Like it's in like some crazy novel or something. That's like dark, some dark. Humor. Sounds like a Jonathan Swift sort of thing. But uh, dark comedy. God, it's obviously like a criminal act. So this criminal is like making receipts for the people he yeah. does business with. Yeah, they gotta like keep their shit tight, dude. You know. Or is it legal in Hong Kong? What are they doing over there? I have no idea, but they're keeping the shit I don't, I don't, I don't think it's legal. It's probably not legal in Hong Kong. No. no. Um, there were also a set of instructions and a rule book for the members. I hate um, this. <laughs> on how to keep children moving and out of the police spotlight, and even what to do if the police are on to you. 
the fact that they wrote these things down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. They also talk about uh, the photographs that they took, and uh, according to the agency's report, there were way too many photos to review every single one of them because it was that many photos where they were like, we can't. But they did review ones that they saw as questionable, I guess to say at the very least. You know what sucks is that means they still have to go through all of the photos. Um, (laughs) That's what they found. Oh, God. Nude photos of adult members and children members oh god and then there was also a couple a single photo album containing an undisclosed amount of photos of a scene including children wearing white robes and participating in a ritual sacrifice of two separate goats oh yeah they found these someone put together the photo album of that (laughs) yeah like uh it's the old ritual hangs out on the fucking bookshelf yep Jesus um, Christ, man. Within a week from all this, uh, the Chicago Tribune reported that police had said, uh, in spite of all the weird items that they've seen and recovered and all the things they found on the property, they had no strong evidence of wrongdoing or satanic activity by anyone involved in the finders. What would have been like su- sufficient there? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe what what more does there need to be? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then what okay. they pretty much what they decided was that there was no way that they could get them on child abduction because the families were willing to let this happen. Yeah, they had their like signatures. So like there was nothing they could they knew that was wrong but they couldn't stop it. It's like so, not illegal. Is it like a Oh my god. Mhm. Um These guys covered the tracks. Dude, I'm wondering if the parents actually do like willingly sign them away for what they know is going to actually happen to them, like, without any rules. Probably They're just not. people who don't uh, like their kids. Yeah, just like, you heard of military school, now try the Finder's Cult. It's like, oh my god. Is it even a cult? I feel it's just, it's, it's just serfdom. Yeah, no, this, no, this sounds just like, uh, you know, child sex trafficking. That's what it is. It right? doesn't yeah. really sound like a cult. Yeah, there's rituals involved or whatever that have been reported, but it may have just been due to the satanic panic aspect of it, like someone spread that or something. Yeah, they're trying to spread that. Well, because this well, is I think in the it would, 80s, right? I think it would qualify it as a cult in a sense. It's like a grouping of like-minded individuals that like follow the same like guidelines. So, yeah. I don't know so, if that's but, the but true then definition. They, yeah, so the kids aren't being taken to be... They aren't like a part of the cult. They are just like tools of the cult. Pretty much, they? yeah. They're like, they're what like they they're want. a means to an end. Yeah, it's a cult that... Is very heavily involved in in like child trafficking. The finders, huh? Go. On. Is there more on this? Like, yeah. Go oh, on. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, please go done. on. This is. I'm not done. Strange. <laughs> so they didn't know what to do at this point, right? Um. Pretty much, the U.S. Customs agents decided that they did have reason to suspect the finders in child trafficking because they were like, "Come on." Like, we're the government. Like, we we have to stop this, you know? And um, what they were trying to do pretty much was just get them them on some type of charge. It never worked. Uh, The agency attempted a follow-up case in April of 87, a couple months later, um, where they disclosed more information and pictures. Um, Pretty much, and what had happened was that the CIA stepped in, and they were like, you're going to give us everything right now. 
So everything that the U.S. Customs agents had was turned over to, to the CIA for them to get looked into. Okay. Is this still back in the time when, like, the CIA and the FBI had their, like, little feud? Yeah. Yeah, because this was before 9-11. No, 100%. To yeah. tie it back. So, yeah, like, they, and after that, they kind of like, all right, we need to start doing shit. Once they got it, all the charges against Hulahan and Ammerman were officially dropped, and the children were returned back to oh. their families within a week of the arrest. Um, they were all abducted later that week. It was so strange. The case was reopened again in 1993 when the Justice Department investigated the CIA for closing the initial investigation, and they also investigated Checks and balances. Is yeah, good. they also investigated them again for closing it the second time. <laughs> um, oh no! Then uh, there's one memo that they used in the '93 investigation. And they had a memo that is quoted as saying, The CIA made one contact in admitting to owning the Finders organization as a front for our domestic computer training operation, but it had gone bad. What? Bullshit. (laughs) That just just means bullshit. They're trying to cover their tracks. Um, It came out later that Petty, Marion Petty, Petty, Marion the man? Uh, he admitted that his wife had worked for the CIA for most of her life. Um, Petty claimed that he had no formal connection to the agency, but he did have an interest in how they operated and believed that his wife would be able to gather all that information for him. Um, other members of the Finder's cult were found to have worked for private computer firms that were contracted with the CIA. Really? Uh, yeah, so they pretty much tried to get him on this case, right? And they never could. Nothing came of this. It went away. The CIA kind of almost got caught in their own universe by being fucking, I don't know, seen as uh, human traffickers. Does that do it for you? Yeah, that would, that would probably whip you into shape a bit, right? Um, and this, the way this connects to now is this was never a formal organization. I do want to say that. Like, I know I call them like, the finders and stuff. But they're, they're not like a real group. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they didn't call themselves the no. Finders. That was just like a media nickname that yeah. they got. Um, but a lot of people want to tie them back into now and throw them into the whole Pizzagate scandal. Remember that? The, yeah. The questionably like real or not real thing. No, yeah, you were saying... You were- okay, it's fucking Grant didn't tell me anything about what he was going to be saying today. I really wanted to know. I, I, I still feel like I'm being pushed out. But either way. <laughs> Jake, Jake, I never know. But it's funny because I always end up knowing what it is because I, I just like, know about it. I don't like being on the fringe. You're here some weeks, some weeks not. Maybe that's me next time. <laughs> what is this? But no, yeah. Well, I, you better show up. Yeah. But no, he wouldn't tell me yesterday. But he did mention my hint was that Pizzagate was involved. Yes. How is it involved? Because they say that the finders are the culprits of Pizzagate. They believe that like Podesta and all them are part yeah. of the finders. Really? Yes. Interesting. And I was re- I was reading a lot about Pizzagate, and it's kind of crazy. I'm not going to go into a lot of it right now because it's just, honestly, it's very convoluted and backwards. But I will pull up some of the emails <laughs> from Pizzagate. The email. <laughs> Because they, they seized a lot of these emails, and some of them are pretty crazy, man. <laughs> All right, so here's an email 
<laughs> Here's an email. Subject, head count for pizza from Robin Blackburn. Are you sure this might not be a Jim Jones Kool-Aid event? TKL, please eat my slice. Oh. Chris Douglas <laughs> replies, oh Does the pizza offer include those of us who can't make the meeting because we're out here editing? Because if so, count me in. This email is color-coded in black and white and will combust in 30 seconds. Chris Douglas writes back, Who all is in the Austin office today? Who is going to want pizza? We only have one slice, and we need to know how thinly to slice it. Simply send a single response, filed, color-coded, double-sided, and appropriately labeled, signed in triplicate, and set on fire. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's it's 100% real. Um, yeah, I love to keep going. I got more emails oh, yeah, here. Keep yeah, keep going, keep Why going. Not? Subject, did you leave a handkerchief? <laughs> there's, 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 there's scandalous, literally, scandalous. There's literally like no email attached to that one. It's like so stupid. It's so um, this is two. This is from uh, Susan Sandler. Did you leave a handkerchief? And then John Podesta writes back, "It's mine, but it's not worth worrying about." And then <laughs> thinking about it through this lens is so taxing it's <laughs> <laughs> here okay i'm sorry no i was wrong i didn't scroll all the way down the first message is at the very bottom the subject is the handkerchief and this is from susan sandler hi john the realtor found a handkerchief i think it was a map that seems pizza related is it yours they can send it if you want i know you're busy so feel free not to respond if it's not yours or you don't want it anymore Then, this is the original message from Herbert Sandler, okay. the realtor. Herbert. This is to John Podesta. You left something at the field house. Subject. I just came from checking the field house, and I have a square cloth handkerchief, white with black, that was left on the kitchen island. Happy to send it via the mail if you let me know where I should send it. I also meant to inquire about the pillows you purchased yesterday. I can send them as well. If you let me know where they are in this house. Safe travels to all. We're going to get to the bottom of this in a minute. Yeah. Don't worry. Oh, yes. This is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay, this guy. Subject, Farmer's L update and welcome, Matt. This oh, is no. sent to Tamaro Lozado. With enormous gratitude to advanced man extraordinaire Haber, I am popping up again to share our excitement about the reprise of our gang's visit to the farm in Lovettsville, and I thought I'd share a couple more notes. We plan to heat the pool, so a swim is a possibility. Bonnie will be uber-serviced to transport Ruby, Emerson, and Lozado, so you'll have some further entertainment, and they will be in that pool for sure. And with the forecast showing prospects of some sun and a cooler temperature of 60, I suggest you bring sweaters of whatever attire will enable you to use our outdoor table with a pergola overhead. We dine al fresco, not al chillo. I wish you could come. Lori and Chris. Seems nice, right? Um, totally nice. Uh. 
We're going to get into some translation here in a minute. That middle part. So this is from a Redditor who has done a deep, deep dive into these emails and everything else. (laughs) Reddit, another. Are you ready for the translation of some of the words that were used in those emails? Yeah, let's do it. Pillow means prostitute. Okay. Cheese pizza, child pornography. (laughs) Cheese. Child. Sauce. What does that mean? Orgy. (laughs) Mitchell, you can see these, so you can't answer. Damn it, that's terrible. Jake, what's pasta? Uh, Bondage. Boy. Boy. Boys are pasta. Are you ready for this? What's hot dog? Is that... that Hot dog. Is it just penis? It means also boy. Also boy. What's ice cream? Oh, no. Uh, is, it a, is it a girl? A male prostitute. <laughs> what the hell? It has nothing to do. What's a walnut? Uh, an infant? Young girl genitalia. Jesus or Christ. Or possibly it could also indicate a black woman. They don't know that one yet. Where does the... Dominoes. <laughs> where do the clues that... Back up both of those, like... Never mind. Uh, go on. Uh, dominoes. What's that? I don't know. Bondage. Bo- Damn it. I had that earlier. And finally, we have chicken. Is that girls? Young boy. Why are they all young boys? Because they're into young boys. There's not... Oh. Yeah, I know they are. This is terrible. Yeah, so this is That was this a is terrible guessing game. From. Um, the email about the handkerchief, they believe that is in relation to, like, bondage, uh, black indicating sadomasochism. That's kind of like what they, what they're grabbing at here. Um, and his, you know, his handkerchief was white and black. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess it's weird. This is something I also didn't know, um... The reason that this, like, vocabulary was kind of deciphered was because this isn't, like, new. Like, I guess 4chan had a big problem with that. I'm reading it. it, I read it in the article, and they were saying 4chan was using words like cheese pizza and things like that to share child pornography. Sounds. And this is where the list came from of uh, translations here. Really? I thought there was, like, some sort of FBI database that had all these uh, code words. I'm sure there is somewhere, but they're not. Gonna, we're not going to have access to no, that. It's an investigation. There's no way I'm getting my hands on that information ever. But yeah. how about those for some light-hearted <laughs> topics? Oh God, that was that was uh, the Finders, huh? The Finders and PizzaGate. Yeah. Short little, whoa, short little things about those. <laughs> the one thing I'd like to say about you know the Finders and PizzaGate. Is you know you could believe whatever you want about it, but just like Grant said, you know their base is out of what you said uh, D.C. right? Yes. So um, there's one thing that is just a big you know red red flag. You know, uh, no. the disproportionate the disproportionate uh, amount of missing children in cities. And look, if you look at DCs, it's like doubled what it should be, you know, considering the population. 
all cities should have a hefty amount of child abduction. Interesting. I got another thing I'm pulling up here. <laughs> Completely unrelated, but it what actually seems a little fun. I'm going to read you the headline. I haven't read this article yet. But uh, an alleged time traveler brings back food from the future. <laughs> Is this like a marketing scheme? I don't think so. Is this craft? Is this craft I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Hold on. I'm going to read and it's kind the of talk thing. through it. It's invisible. Like ah oh, yeah, the food isn't even there. It's going very slow, but I promise you, it's it's gonna it's gonna pay it's off. What's happening? Yeah. Oh, what, uh, Jake, what are your thoughts on the whole Finders cult? Fucking sucks, dude. I don't know. So you believe it to be true? I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, be surprised. I don't know, man. That is very strange. You can't just be uh, taking kids across the country. Yeah. Well, with all these emails, you know, it's like they, they sound like they, well, Pizza Gate, I don't think. They're but. so obsessed with pizza, though, in these emails. And spirit cooking. Spirit cooking, too, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't believe the spirit cooking thing as much, but when it comes to at least, you know, child sex trafficking, I think it's very much real within, you know, the higher echelons of society. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Maybe the Pizza Gate thing doesn't have much to float on but i think i think it does i don't know i i did research into it when that was a big thing and from what i saw it seemed more legitimate than what people wanted to believe and obviously the media you know tries to bury that shit as deep as possible same thing with what's going on with uh who's the guy who just got caught he just killed himself yeah epstein yeah Yeah, it was a huge thing he just killed himself uh (laughs) like him is just like how many people he was connected to? It was insane. Yeah, they're still talking about that here and there. I think um, I'm pretty sure they recently were talking about it, and they were just like, "It's official. the uh, The film from his cell was deleted. It was not uh, a, a miscalculation of the technology. You were just like, "Yeah, someone deleted it." Yeah. Then the guy so was like, "All right, well." The guy who did the uh, autopsy on him. Yeah, he like did, a pathologist. Like, he was just like, yeah, he did know. JFK's too. Yeah, yeah JFK, this guy, this guy's super, Martin super Luther famous. King Jr. Yep, Aaron Hernandez. Not that that one was that sketchy, but it's still a famous guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but he said that you know from the signs it looked like you know he didn't kill himself in the way that you know that they said he did. Yeah, yeah. I read that thing about the future food. It's full of shit. It was just some guy with pills that he said would keep you alive for a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> alive for a day. Yeah, I don't know if you could believe these articles. Uh, no, I, I, that's why I vetted it real quick. You know, I wasn't going to waste our time. But the title, I, I will not lie, the title caught me so it, hard. It drew me in. I was excited to hear Initially, about it. I was like, oh? And it just oh. didn't work. It's food that feeds you. Triangle UFOs filmed over Texas and New York, just like Kong Pao. Nice. Come on, no one? What? Those, oh, you guys. It's the evil council. They're French. Um, William Shatner's planning a trip into outer space at the age of 88. Sounds good. He, uh, he deserves it. Mm-hmm. He's been spent most of his life uh, pretending to be a guy who's up there all the time, so. I really like going to space. You gotta do it sometimes. The Rendlesham Forest U.S. uh, UFO saga. Yeah, all that stuff that was crazy. There's uh, there's like so much going on here, dude. I don't even want to. What site are you on right now? I'm on 
a lot of no, I'm on mysteriousuniverse.org. All right, yeah. it's a lot of fun to look at. If if you're super bored and you just needed something, just crazy, crazy, you know, articles to look at, that's the place to go to. I do have one more thing I can talk about if we if we want it. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, like we said, we're uh, if you want it because it's doing whatever. It's something I thought would be a cool topic, and then the more I really dive into it, the more. The more it's not a whole episode. It's <laughs> the more just, it's not worth talking about. It's like so. yeah, it's I'm co- gonna talk about it. It's really cool, but it's not like something that can last. It doesn't have the substance. To okay, it. all right. Uh, we can talk about uh, what's it called? The Sedlak Ossuary. If you're what's interested, that? what's that? It is a, a church. Ossuary? A church made completely of human bones. Oh yeah, dude. Oh my god, we've been talking about possibly doing this episode for like a long time. That was like back in April. The, yeah. We're doing the podcast in this church by the end of the year. Uh, That'd be badass. Singing it like Les Claypool recording too many puppies. If you're... Okay, here. We, we want a little information on it. We got it. Yeah. Lots it's of a, bones. It's a small Roman Catholic chapel located beneath the Cemetery Church of All Saints, which is part of the former Sedlak Abbey in Sedlak uh, in the Czech Republic. Okay. Uh, the ossuary, and just in case uh, you know what it is... Yeah, let's pretend I don't know what that word is. An ossuary. And you'll just tell me. Do you know what it is? Because I didn't know what it was. No. It's a, <laughs> an ossuary is a box or a building or any receptacle where the remains of human beings are stored. So like like so like like a like an urn for people who don't yeah. get burned up. Or it's an like, ossuary. It's kind of like a a communal coffin. Am I am I uh, right about In that? In a sense, like a, it can like be a crypt, like a family of royalty all dead together. Um, how many bones do you think, or uh, how many people do you think have donated bones to? How this? big is this place, man? Can I get on the roof easily? No, no. Wait, hold on. You said how many people have donated? No, like or how well, many people are in part so of many the terms. church? I think he was being a little folksy with it. Uh, yeah, yeah, how many really. people? Make how many? Up this, how many <laughs> this dead church? human beings make up this church? Uh, at least six. Yeah. Give me a number. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a gap. A guess. How many bones gap. are in the human body? Two hundred sixteen. I'll believe you. I, uh, we looked at, I'm looking that dude, up. Dude, if on. Lexi is listening, she is screaming her head off right now. Yeah. I know you know, Lexi. I don't know. That's the problem. I'm going to find out, though. Um, yeah, I'll keep talking for a second. Uh, okay. Uh, so, however many bones. It's more than 200. Right? Keep guessing. It's more than 200. No, but we're, gotta, we're talking about people here. Yeah, I know. I'm just talking about bones. I'm just thinking of the anatomy and what they can be used for, the different parts of the buildings that what they would be used for. Um. Damn it, 206. 206. I had it right. I added an extra 10 bones. Damn it. <laughs> you and your extra bones. Sorry, well, Lexi. I got a question about the church. Yeah. So it's not just bones, obviously. There's mortar and all that shit. But what about uh, any other thing? You know, they use like, you know, like lumber for this. I don't know. I feel like it's just a regular church that has bones all over it. Right? Um,. Mitch, do you want the complete honesty here? You don't know. No. As far as the mortar and stuff, it's all made of people. Holy shit. Like the mortar itself, they like crushed The entire structure bones. is made of people. Uh, they, in the uh, seven, early 1700s and the late 1800s, they added entrances and buckles to keep it from collapsing. Okay. But oh my God. 
Other than that, it's all made of bone. All right. Yeah, think of the guy who had that job. Just like, yeah, oh, wait, wait, make I'll sure get... this thing doesn't collapse. It's no. A, it's like a crazy not, famous Mitch, relic. You're not going to believe the guy that started building this, who it is. You're not going to believe it. you got to say it. All right. Do uh, you have a, a final guess? I'm going to say uh, 1,500 people. Wrong. Is it more? 40,000 to 70,000 <laughs> dead corpses. 40 to 70,000. Damn. <laughs> oh, no. Um, Where'd they all come from? You'll see. It is uh, among the most visited tourist attractions of the Czech Republic, and it draws in about 200,000 people every year to come and see this. Um, There is a giant chandelier of bones, which contains at least one bone, uh, one of every bone in the human body. All 206. Um, There's a skull that drapes at the bottom of it. Uh, They have piers and uh, monstrances. Which is uh, it's this? It looks like a giant candle almost. It, yeah. Uh, they're covered on the altar, and those are all made of bones. Um, all right. So why don't we dive into a little bit of the history here, huh? In twelve seventeen, Henry, the abbot of the Cistercian monastery in Sedlac, was sent to the Holy Land. He returned with a small amount of earth that he had removed from Golgotha, and sprinkled it over the cemetery. The word of this pious act soon spread, and the cemetery in Sedlak became a very desirable berry spot throughout Central Europe. Sounds good. In the mid-14th century, during the Black Death, and after the Husset Wars in the early 15th century, didn't of course, know those of course. Existed, thousands of people were buried in the cemetery, so it had greatly enlarged itself. We're getting to the guy who's going to make it. Okay. Around 1400, a Gothic church was built in the center of the cemetery with a vaulted upper level and a lower chapel to be used as an ossuary for the mass graves that were unearthed during the construction. So this is where the initial frame was built. Okay. It's a small chapel built underground, and then all of that was padded with bone. So that's how that happened. Wow. Um, okay. In 1511 was when it started uh, becoming what it is now. And this is why. Because the man in charge of the chapel was a monk. And this monk was half blind. He could not see out of his left eye. Okay. And his only job was to watch over the grounds and exhume all the skeletons that were in the cemetery and the ossuary and put them into the yard where he would strip them and take their bones and organize them into piles. (laughs) This is where that monk built this goddamn church out of human bones. Um, That's awesome. They they (laughs) think that it took about 85 years to build. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So obviously there's other people involved, but that's like the the story that goes with it, that the blind monk did it. Terrible existence. (laughs) What a terrible Um, job. Between 1703 to 1710, new entrances, uh, a new entrance was uh, constructed to support the front wall that was kind of tipping in, and uh, the upper <laughs> the bones cha- weren't lining up. The upper know. part of the chapel was rebuilt and restructured, and um, this was all the v- designed by Jan Santini Eichel. That was the guy. Okay. Then we got 1870, right? <laughs> he was a wood carver, oh. and he was employed by the Schwarzenberg family to put the bone heaps into order. 
So that's what he did, right? He finished he just, like, separated. the thing. He started he started finishing it. Okay. He was adding more to it, and this is where he kind of got the weird idea of like, what if we just made this all bones? What if it was all bones? Not a bad idea. Obviously, so he he's doing it. a lot for his country. All this, like, uh, all this tourism. And um, funny enough, what I didn't lo- I didn't know is that woodcarvers typically sign their work by like, I don't know, soldering or carving their name into the wood. That's cool. And he did the exact same thing, but he did it on a skull that hangs over the entrance of the chapel. That's badass. And that badass. is how the Sedlak Ossuary was built. It is not the only one. There's a couple other ones. There's one in Peru. There's one in Portugal. There's a couple other that they believe are bone. But this is obviously like the biggest one. This is like the yeah. the big kahuna burger. They ran out of space of bodies, and they were like, let's just build a fucking oh, house for these guys. And how did you say he like, uh, like got all the decomposition off of them and shit? He like, picked off the, the clothes and stuff. Yeah. And then pretty much what it sounds like, is that that the monk kind of started like doing this, putting them inside the ossuary, and it just became so weird that once this frontisec guy showed up, he was just like, "Let's just let's just embrace this and make this the chapel." And uh, here I'm gonna look up some pictures. Why don't you guys tell me what you think about this? No, I like it. I, like I already it know it's like the most metal church ever built. Oh yeah, if if any like. Uh... The black metal dudes tried to burn this down. They'd just be doing a disservice to themselves. Exactly. And you can't burn it down because it's bone. It's badass. Dude, who's, who's bones? Were there, like, statues in there? Like, in like uh, effigies of, like, Jesus? I don't know. People like that? Because whose bones made up the Jesus statue? What an honor. What, a, what an honor. Here's the shield. Looks like a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Looks pretty cool. I like it. These are all human bones. That's kind of disturbing. No, it's nice. Here's a good picture of the chandelier. Jesus Christ. Does it even have lights on it? It's just... It's got candles. Oh, right. But yeah, so there... What bone do you think uh, holds candles? Which one do you think would be the best? Damned if I know. Okay. I would probably say the eye sockets, you know? Oh, the butthole? Something like... Or that's not a... I didn't know that was a bone. (laughs) Is that where the extra ten bones are in your body, Grant? The butthole. (laughs) No, just one in there. (laughs) And it's Mitchell's. Wow. So, I'm just wondering, (laughs) how is this place not haunted? Easy. Oh, it's probably haunted as shit. The ghosts are terrified of it. <laughs> that's ghosts the, are terrified of them. They're the dead bad bones. neighborhood of the underworld. Yeah, they're like, no, I ain't going to the fucking said like motherfucker. What are you crazy? All those no. fucking uh, people. Get real, man. I ain't going down there. There's, I, there's some stories for you guys. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I, I threw a lot at you this week. I like it. Yeah. It, was, it was heavy starting, but they got more relaxed. <laughs> and just turned into people's remains being made into buildings and... Yeah, that's yeah. how that's how we decelerate here. I learned. Uh, oh, I also learned. Um, What'd you learn? Uh, I don't know when this was specifically, so do not quote me on the time period. All that's I know l- right. is that I was watching this thing at like three a.m. on the History Network, and they were talking about like ancient wars. Yeah, and they were saying that like when people would ride like the war elephants. 
nothing would like scare them off, so they had no way to like stop the elephants. But then they figured out that if they covered their boars in like petroleum oil and let them on fire, the pigs would just start running and it would freak out the elephants and they would turn on their own troops and just start stomping everyone. So people just used to light pigs on fire and throw them at elephants to get them to stop killing people. Wow. I learned that That's so genius. hard. I, it was so late. And I was just so like, hard. What the? Dude, they had like a cartoon that version of it where they amazing. just lit a pig on fire and the elephant freaked out. And I was like, this dude, is honestly, crazy. That, that's a fantastic idea. What are these war elephants like? What regions? Like India or something? New York, mostly. New York. New York. <laughs> They're riding in cabs and shit. It was I don't the know. Bronx. It's like, I don't know, India, places in the. East, you know, Asia. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I came elephants. in too late. I didn't know Jesus what it was. Christ. Dude, if you guys, you haven't because you don't like Lord of the Rings, do you? No. Dude, the third Lord of the Rings, there's enormous, enormous elephants. But there's it's no, great. There's no fire pigs. There aren't, but there's orcs and they're, they're, uh, the, the, the elephants are bigger than you think they are. I know they are. They have spikes on them. They're great. You have to watch it. But that is a great idea. They didn't try that, the the, the, the flaming boars. It would have worked. I it may have fucking worked. fucking promise you it would have worked. Yeah, Legolas kind of tied up his legs there. Oh, <laughs> uh, I like that and, uh, Yeah, Yeah, it works on many levels. And that's how they brought it down. But yeah, that's that's, that's what pretty I came, crazy. That's what I came to the table Did with. 3 a.m. is the best time to be watching the History Channel. Yeah, it it's weird. It's a weird channel sometimes. It's not really history anymore. Except for 3 a.m., it sounds like. It's more like, what if this was history? That's like what Could that Could you imagine is. if this was real and this is actually what happened? Well, that's mostly ancient aliens. Did you see? No, there's a lot of no, shit there, out there, there where they're like, we're going to. Dude, there's literally a Big show files. where they just. We almost for catch shit. them this time. <laughs> they're like, I'm going to go look for Alexander the Great's sword. Dude. It's like, what? <laughs> You're just like, going to go so find So I'm here him? at the farm where I think his sword is. Uh, nice family lives here. Do you know how many shows there are about finding the Holy Grail? Like, do you just do you Separate know? Shows. <laughs> They're completely unrelated shows. It's like American Pickers. Then it's like some guy with like a trench coat, and he's like, "I'm going to Bolivia, and I'm gonna find Excalibur." Oh my! It's God. just like, what the fuck is this show? <laughs> how did he get to Bolivia? I don't know. He's like, yeah. It's, he's like, I'm it's like, inside. Read a goddamn book. Okay. I'm inside the pyramids, right in and you'll never believe there's a Pizza Hut in here. And it's just like a whole fucking. I hate the History Channel. Yeah, it's good. I don't know. It's I like National Geographic. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all I brought. That's all we have, really. Uh, We're know. coming back next week, though, with uh, 9/11. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. Another light topic. Yeah. I don't know. I think you guys will be... Uh, honestly, I think you'll be surprised with some of the things that are brought up. Yeah. And uh, you'll be... I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it. I know Hopefully some people... it's uh, compelling podcastry. I know a lot of people... You're either on the fence... You're on the side of, like, the government did it, or they were had no involvement. There's like yeah. no middle ground. It's like when it comes to the arguments, that's all you that's, get. That's the heated argument of all the family holidays. And you are literally, at least for me, you're going to get a very middle of the road perspective. Because you know what? Who fucking knows what happens? Uh, it's knows what happened, but uh, it uh, 
there's a lot of cool things that people have come up with theories, a lot of weird evidence to back it up. Agreed. So with that being said, we will be back next week for a very exciting and hilarious topic. No, I'm kidding. It's going to be very... (laughs) Honestly, it's going to be kind of a heavier topic. I mean, we're not going to... We're going to have fun. We're not going to be rude. No, I'm not not a rude guy, but I like to have fun. You know, we got to have fun. It's 19 years later. It's officially... Uh, it's officially just part of our life now. Yeah. It's like AIDS. It was a terrible thing. It is like AIDS. Yeah, exactly. See? Wow. I've, I've corrected Spot the on. code was... already. <laughs> you got it. Nail you on the head. You say that about so many different things. It's like cancer, too. No. No. It's not like that, really. No. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I was wrong, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Actually, guys, I'm so sorry. I made that up. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> Was, Get back in your corner, man. That was good. I like that. All right. That's me. Uh, yeah. uh, we are starting a cult. Cult uh, A starting, are we? Yeah. Follow are we starting stuff. a cult? I think we are. We are. But not like the finders, please. Please. Yeah. I don't have time to abduct children. We're called the lookers. <laughs> you're just like, if we start it, you're like, there's no question I'm going to be a part of it. Like, <laughs> I have to. I got to do what I got to do. But no, yeah, we are starting a call. Follow us on all the shit. We're on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Libsyn is our website. And uh, 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 donate to Patreon. Cult A starting are we? Yeah, that's right. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>